Welcome to the BAM Cam with Jack Burnett and Allison Castellano from RFG Advisory. In this podcast, we explore how life and financial well being are intertwined. We'll look into areas concerning motivation and attitude, financial planning, investing, and much more. Our goal is to empower you with the information and resources you need to help manage your money and strive towards the life you've always wanted. So sit back, relax, and join us on this journey of uncovering your true self and achieving financial independence. Hello and welcome to the BAM Cam Podcast with your hosts, Jack Burnett and Allison Castellano. I'm Wendy McConnell. Now, did you guys ever just feel like saying, you know, it's the BAM, 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 CAM? Well, we haven't <laughs> yet, but now that you've planted that in our heads. <laughs> well, we Jack, probably knows start. What I, yeah. Jack knows probably what I'm talking about. Allison probably does not. Yeah. <laughs> it's from the Flintstones. No. From the Flintstones, BAM, BAM. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I do, to me, uh, a little side note. I don't think cartoons today are as good as they were oh, the 60 years ago when the, I was a kid. Yes, they were the best. You know, they were a primetime television show when they started. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 So it's it's anyway. So <laughs> you, you don't like the Paw Patrol? I don't even know what the Paw Patrol is. <laughs> but I imagine um, as our granddaughter, Laura, gets a little older, I do know Miss Rachel. So <laughs> Miss Rachel is on, worth knowing. YouTube, so. Okay. Uh, I am I am learning. <laughs> so we got so, off course a little bit because you know we did, we we did. did right we out did. of the gate. <laughs> that was so. my fault. I apologize. So uh we're going to be talking a little bit about who we want to reach today. Isn't that right, Jack? That's correct. And and we want to, and I have tasked Allison because she wants to target working with teachers, having been a school teacher for the last 10 years. Uh, she wants to target teachers and to help them understand their benefits. So we're going to talk a lot about the Alabama Teachers Retirement Plan, uh, which is similar to retirement plans in other states, as you have researched, uh, Allison. So one of the things that I have always heard is how wonderful the Teachers Retirement Program is in Alabama. And that that's a major benefit that kind of offsets the the downside of teaching, uh, as in lower <laughs> wages and, and things of that nature, that you have the benefit of this fabulous pension program. And so I asked you to do a lot of digging and research into really understanding the ins and outs of this, correct? Correct. So, so tell us a little bit about the plan and how it's structured and, okay. and what you've learned. Yeah. So you're right. So everyone told me when I started that I was, I was set. I think that was the word everyone used. You're set for life. You're going to have this great pension plan when you retire. And yeah, everyone just kept saying I was set, but basically a pension plan, a defined benefit plan, it's going to pay out a monthly retirement to members or former employees. And that monthly retirement is based on a formula based on years of service, average salary. Um, so when you retire, mm -hmm. they look at how many years of service you have, what your age is, Correct. and what your average earnings have been. Correct. And then they say, okay, this is what we're going to pay you for Correct. as long as you live. Yes. Okay. So with some options for survivor benefits yes. and, and, and the like. Okay. 
So how is this plan funded? There's a payroll deduction for a certain percentage. So there's two tiers in Alabama, tier one employees. I was a tier one employee at a 7.5% payroll deduction. Okay. So your salary is reduced by seven and a half percent to fund this pension. Yes. And how much does the state put in? 4% interest per year. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. 4% interest on your money. Yes. Okay. How much are they putting in to contribute? In other words, are they doing a, a match like in, in the corporate world? If you have a 401k plan and you put in seven and a half percent, you'll get a, a match from your employer. How much are they putting in as a match? No. No match. No match. So essentially, if I understand this and what you're telling me, they credit you with an interest rate on what you've, you contribute, but you are the sole contributor to the plan except if you live long enough that they are paying out benefits beyond what you've accumulated. Correct. Wow. That's not what I envisioned. Yeah. And it's not the way the rest of the world works for the most part. Yeah. Okay. So interesting. So it's mostly self-funded through payroll deduction by the employee. Yes. Interesting. Interesting. Okay. Can I interject a quick question? Yeah. If you long pass away before most of your benefits are paid out, who do the benefits go to? You can designate a beneficiary. Okay. So there is so, somebody that it yeah, can Yeah, there go is to. an option there. Mm-hmm. It's not like they the state just gets to keep it. Correct. That's correct. Okay, because that's what I—that's where I thought you were going, and I was about to get very angry. <laughs> what, the, that would be worth getting angry at. Yeah, you—you can every dollar that a teacher puts into the plan, plus it earns a return mm-hmm. that's that's a guaranteed rate of return, and will be returned to the employee or their designated beneficiary. And if they don't designate a beneficiary, they're a state. Yeah. Good to know. Good to know. Yeah. 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 Yes. So, so you can't lose money. Yeah. On, on the plan. Yeah. Okay. So let's fast forward. How are benefits paid out of the plan? So, like I said, they're paid based on a formula. Okay. So based on your years of service and your average salary and depending on what tier you were, there's a benefit factor. Okay. So, so so let's say tier one, that's what you were. And tell me who's in tier one. So tier one teachers were hired before January 1st, 2013. So I was hired. Yeah. I was hired in August or I started in August of 2012. So kind of, you know, when you think about a school year, I was the last group of teachers that were hired for the whole year that were in tier one. Okay. And tier one. So, so let's, let's back up a little bit. Tier one, you mentioned that seven and a half percent contributes to tier one. What do tier two people contribute? 6.2%. So they pay less. They have a smaller benefit factor in their formula calculations. So it's a less attractive plan. Some would probably say that. Okay. So, so the plan favors people that have been in it for more than 10 years now, for yes. the most part, at least slightly. And it's, and there's some nuances yes. that are different. 
So when you when you retire, what are the differences between tier one and tier two on as to when you can retire mm-hmm. and how that's paid out? So tier one employees could retire after 25 years of service, get full benefits, no matter their age. Tier two employees can retire after 30 years of service, but if they are not 62, they get a reduction in their benefits. Okay, so if you're in tier two, you have to work longer before you qualify for retirement benefit. And if you're in in tier one, you can take, I've always heard that teachers can retire like around age 50 or so, and they could get a full retirement at 25 years of service. Yeah. And which is not unattractive for people that want to retire early. Um, But tier two, if they don't wait until at least 62 years of age, they get a reduction in that formula yes. and that reduction I assume is permanent for the rest of your life. Yes. Okay. Uh, on there. So when those benefits are paid out, you've, you've put in money into the program for, for a number of years. So is, is it reducing your money first? Oh, of course. Yeah. Your money comes out first. So the, the so your money plus the earnings you you've earned on it yeah. in the in the in your plan over the years. And then so you have to live a while before you start getting into the state's wallet. Correct. So it's funny, you know, grandmama, right? Your mom. My mother. <laughs> she she called me the other day. She calls me nearly every night, but we were talking about this and she said, Oh, Alabama's got a great teacher's retirement plan. That's who pays where that's who pays for where I live. And I, I said, Grandmama, you have outlived your benefits. You outlived your account. So it's a good deal for her. So now. it's a great deal for her now. You know, by the way, my mother is almost 89. So she's been retired for she retired after age 60. So so she's probably 26, 28 years, somewhere like that, into her retirement. Yeah. And her retirement is very helpful to her. Yeah. So it, it's great. It, she's set. Right. Okay. <laughs> it, it, it worked for her. Yes. So, and, and very nicely. Plus she had an escalation of salary through her career because she ascended from a classroom teacher to an to, administrator, um, a guidance counselor, and then to a administrator as a, as yeah. an assistant principal and went from a nine month employee position to a 12 month employee position. So her, her income went higher. And so her retirement is based on a formula that is higher than many of the years that where she was just a classroom teacher. Yeah. Not to mention, she also was a career long educator and the pension plan really benefits career long-term educators the most. That live a long time. That live a long time. Yeah. That's where, that's where it really becomes a home run. Mm-hmm. that everyone perceives it to be a home yeah. run. So if you don't have all those factors, it's something less than a home run. Yes. might be a single or, <laughs> or double. So, yeah. okay. We talked about assets growing within the plan. How do they grow within the plan? They grow based on your contributions okay. each year. And then the 4% interest. Your 7.5% or your 6.2% mm-hmm. goes into an account, has your name on it. Yes. Okay. And they credit you with interest. Yes. So, so, so the teacher's retirement program is taking these assets and they're investing them in an investment. 
portfolio. Correct. But they're not giving you that return. No. They're just crediting you with 4%. Yes. Annually. Annually. Okay. And so that's how it grows and it grows compounded. So annually, yes. year over year. So yep. your so your interest from last year earns another 4% yes. for, for this year, which is a, a positive thing. But 4% over the course of a lifetime of investing is, is not, not that not good. Not that good. Yeah. So it is it is fairly modest on how that grows. Okay. So we talked about teachers that they can retire. If they're tier one, they can retire after 25 years of service. If they're tier two, they can retire after 30 years of service. But if they're not 62 at that point, so if you started at 24, yep. uh, which is probably a common starting time, and you want yeah. to retire at, after 30 years at age 54, you're going to have a significantly reduced pension amount Correct. based on that. So you have to work till 62 to not get that reduction. And also 62 is the earliest you can start drawing any social security. Yeah. So, so that's a, just a side note. Uh, and that's a reduced amount at 62 full retirement age for you and, and other people of your similar age is 67 Yeah. at this point. So that's when you can start drawing the pension. And at that point in time, is it, can, are there, you draw a monthly pension amount. Correct. Monthly pension. And you could take a small reduction if you, have a want to share it with a survivor, like a 50% survivor benefit or a 100% survivor, survivor benefit will reduce that amount, but then it lives to the second of you to die Correct on, on that. Okay. What if a person decides to not stay in teaching in teaching till age 62 or like you, you decided, I don't want to do this for <laughs> For 25 years. Yeah. And what are your options at that point? Yeah. So one of the um, downfalls of these plans is they really don't benefit short-term or middle-term teachers as much as they benefit those long-term teachers. And they're not, these plans are not portable. So I've, I've actually got a friend who has been a teacher in Alabama and she's moving across state lines, wants to teach in another state. Um, but now she's got this small little Alabama account with the pension plan. And, you know, she's got to kind of figure out what to do with that. But these plans are not portable and they really don't help or benefit short-term teachers like me. So the question is, what can we do about that? We can take our money out. We can okay. roll our money over into an IRA, for example. Okay. So that's, it, it can be rolled over from... And, and it can be now, do you also get the earnings, your 4% earnings? No, I will get, because I have three years of service over three years of service, I will get part of my interest, but I will not get all of my interest. If I take my money out, even with the 10% and you're fully vested, mm -hmm. you don't get the full 4% Correct. on that. Correct. So you have to kind of evaluate and see. If I take this money out and I invest it over the next, say, 25 years. Yeah. 25 years or so, otherwise it stays in and earns 4% crediting, yeah. and then you would get a reduced pension amount at age 65, correct? Or at 60, age 60. Oh, at age, age 60, 60. Mm -hmm. you would be able to take your 
as a monthly pension at age 60, but it would be yeah. based on your 10 years of service, the, Correct. the formula. Correct. Or you could take this money out and invest it over the next 25 years, which you would likely do much better than 4% over a 25-year period of time. The markets fluctuate, obviously, yeah. but but historically, my observation is, is that most investment portfolios do better than 4% over a long period of time. So, um, so that's probably a better option than leaving it for a pension that you could draw that would be also affected by inflation. Right yeah. now, inflation is running higher than 4%. Yeah. So- if if this if inflation stayed the way it is today, it would absolutely be a money losing from yeah. a purchasing power proposition. So it's obvious that that's the right choice for you yep. to roll your money over and manage it as in an investment portfolio yourself to do that. Okay. Yeah. So let's talk a little bit also about planning for retirement in general, when I have worked with clients that that were fortunate enough in the corporate world to have a pension, we have learned that typically for a client to be able to reproduce their earnings, their, their final earnings in retirement, they need three buckets of, of money to sources. Uh, one being their pension, second being social security, and the third being savings. So people need to augment their employer pension and social security, which are, are mandated if you're in those situations yeah. by saving. Yeah. In the teaching world, do they advocate saving mm -hmm. outside of the, the teacher's retirement plan? No one ever talked to me about saving really anything additional. Well, I did. Well, you did. But... But no one told me what what my options were. Right. So I didn't know that there were 403B plans, 457 plans. Like I didn't know right. until I started getting into this and studying that I had other options. Right. And so I wasted 10 years of a career not saving well, as okay. much as I could. Because in the private in, or in, in the non-public sector world. So, you know, the teacher's retirement program in Alabama also works for other state employees, you know, uh, firefighters, policemen, things of that nature that are under the state, uh, government employees yeah. and the like. In the, in the private sector world, corporate world, pensions have been going away. Very few companies yeah. still offer traditional pension plans. So it's put more uh, burden on an employee to save most yeah. of the time it's through employer savings plans like 401k plans and employers typically will match some of those contributions that the employer makes. So yeah. it's funded by both uh, to do that. But then those people only have savings and social security yeah. to, to do so. But it's important that teachers really understand. And even if you want to stay in teaching your entire career, that's something I would think we could help them and yes. to say your current situation is going to be able to provide you with this amount of income in retirement yeah. in, in today's spending dollars. Yeah. And that would be helpful for retirement planning, I would think. Oh, very helpful. Okay. Yeah. But do you think most teachers are doing that? 
No, I, I mean, maybe I was the oddball out, but I think most teachers are overworked. They're, they're overwhelmed with what they have to do at work. They don't come home to think about what is my retirement going to look like? So do you, do you think teachers often uh, when they get ready and they pull the trigger and say, okay, I'm going to retire, that they go into that prepared knowing exactly what they're going to get? Probably not until one to three years before retirement. Okay. Is what I would guess. Interesting. That's kind of based on what I know. Well, that's kind of late in the game Mm -hmm. to really understand and to be able to take any action that could have an impact. Correct. Interesting. Based on the fact that you're told I'm set, you're set. Everybody said, don't worry about it. You're set. Yeah. 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 Interesting. Well, that set is a dangerous word. (laughs) It is. It's, um, and it's, it's, you know, ignorance Ignorance maybe bliss bliss, at the time, but, but it has a gotcha down the road. Yeah. Okay. All right. Interesting. So you talked about mistakes you've made. So Mm -hmm. let's, let's talk a little bit about, you know, as you look back on your 10 years as a teacher, I know there were aspects of teaching you loved. Oh Yeah. Yeah, there I there are some memories that are going to be so fun that I'll cherish forever. But that I that career was not for everyone. It is hard. Um I know how hard you worked. Yeah. And, and you are you were very idealistic. You were a perfectionist. Yes. And 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 that was at times frustrating for you. Yes. Um you would work on lesson plans until you felt like they were perfect. Perfect. And um and yeah. that's that that you you put in a lot of hours in that. So, but you you really did not pay attention to what's in it for you. Correct. Yeah, I I didn't understand how the pension worked. Everyone said you're set, and I went with it. And you know, ignorance is bliss. But I have goals and dreams for what my retirement's going to look like, and I don't know that I would have built the retirement life that I want with my pension. And and I started savings too late. I wish I'd known some of my options for savings. And, and, and one, one big mistake is I chased the vested status um, so that I could qualify for that pension. I needed the 10 years of service to qualify for that pension. And so I probably stayed in teaching a few years too long because I, you know, even after just, five years or three years, I could have taken that money out and invested it in an IRA. Well, I, I remember you were starting to have doubts about how long you probably made the decision three years ago that you could not do this for 25 years. Yeah. And, but you chased that 10 year mark, which mm-hmm. now based on the research you've done was not that magical of a mark No, because you are going to, rolled the money out yeah, and manage it yourself and generate a better return and likely a better retirement income off of that money Correct. 25 years from. Okay. All right. So do you wish that perhaps you had sat down and we had done a retirement planning analysis to understand exactly how that worked out? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Which is kind of brings us back to what we do. Yeah. Um, and what you want to deliver for teachers is the opportunity for them to hire us to do financial planning 
And even if it's just solely looking at the retirement income yeah. option, it doesn't have to be all aspects of financial planning because we have different tiers of, of that in our financial wellness program. Correct. So, so anyway, that would be a really good thing for teachers to do just to educate themselves and enlighten themselves and yeah. their and their families. So it oftentimes many of them are married and have a spouse and it, it becomes more complicated when you have a household. Yeah. So, so anyway, I think that that's good. So maybe teachers, if you're listening to this, <laughs> we'd love for you to contact us. Yeah. So Allison, how do they reach out? And by the way, you're going to be in a few schools. I think yes. you're going to yes, be I'm uh, to doing, schools. Uh, in teachers lounges in a, in a couple of your former schools yep. this, this fall. And then other schools, if you're interested in Allison coming and, and just maybe bringing some donuts to yeah, the teacher's I'll, I'll lounge. I'll bring some snacks because I know how important snacks <laughs> in the teacher's lounge are. So when you're going out to make copies during your break period, you might be able to uh, meet Allison and talk to her about that and how this works. So how do they contact you? Um, my cell phone number, 205-504-9868. And I'm not a teacher, nor have <laughs> I ever been. I know enough about it to be dangerous, but you can contact me at 205-613-4994. And our office number is 205-510-9072. With that being said, our website is, and this is a mouthful, rfgadvisorywealth.com forward slash Jack Burnett. Otherwise, I just wanted to point out something um, that Allison said. She said that it was too late when she started saving. No, you you, you started saving late, but not too, but not late. too late. You're yeah. right. It's yeah. never too never, late. Never too late. Too late. <laughs> yes. Wendy, that's a good point. <laughs> yeah. I always go back to that tree. When's the best time to plant a tree? 20 years ago. When's the second best time? Today. Yep. <laughs> you know, Wendy, that brings up an interesting point. One of the things, and, and people have reluctance sometimes to work with a financial planner because they feel like they've made so many mistakes. We can help you make the next right decision. Absolutely. That's, you know, yeah. we can't change what's already happened. We can only work with you going forward, but we can help. And yeah. it's a judgment-free zone, right? Absolutely. There you go. We don't judge. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks, guys. We appreciate it. And thank you for joining us today. Please like, follow, and share this podcast with your friends and family. Until next time, I'm Wendy McConnell. Thank you for listening to the Bandcamp Podcast with Jack Burnett and Allison Castellano from RFG Advisory. Click the follow button to be notified when new episodes become available. Visit our website at rfgadvisorywealth.com slash Jack Burnett or give us a call at 205-510-9072. And don't forget to click the follow button to be notified when new episodes become available. Content here is for illustrative purposes and general information only. It is not legal, tax, or individualized financial advice, nor is it a recommendation to buy, sell, or hold any specific security or engage in any specific trading strategy. Information here may be provided in part by third-party sources. These sources are generally deemed to be reliable. However, neither our guest nor our FG advisory guarantee the accuracy of third-party sources. The views expressed here are those of our guest. They do not necessarily represent those of RFG Advisory, its employees, or its clients. 
This commentary should not be regarded as a description of advisory services provided by RFG Advisory or performance returns of any client. The views reflected in the commentary are subject to change at any time without notice. Securities offered by registered representatives of private client services member FINRA SIPC. Advisory services offered by investment advisory representatives of RFG Advisory LLC. RFG Advisory or RFG. A registered investment advisor. Private client services and RFG advisory are unaffiliated entities. Advisory services are only offered to clients or prospective clients where RFG advisory and its representatives are properly licensed or exempt from licensure. No advisory services may be rendered by RFG advisory unless a client agreement is in place. RFG advisory is an SEC registered investment advisor. SEC registration does not constitute an endorsement of RFG by the Commission, nor does it indicate that RFG or any associated investment advisory representative has attained a particular level of skill or ability.